0: The family, they're still desperate to find their son. He went missing nearly a month ago while on his way home to Siena from school. Take a look, this photo on your screen. This is 21-year-old Jason Landry. It was taken just days before he disappeared. It was just released this weekend. The Texas State University student was believed to have been involved in some type of crash back on December 13th in Luling, Texas. His car was found abandoned, his keys, wallet, and phone also inside. If you have any information about his whereabouts, you're asked to call police. The family of a missing Texas state student now say trained searchers will now take over looking for their son, 21-year-old Jason Landry. The family says, while they are thankful for the volunteers, that certain amount of people could throw off the scent of Jason's trail. The teen from Missouri City went missing while en route to Siena. His Ultima was found on December 13th, just outside of Luling. It had been crashed and abandoned on the road. Luling is a about 30 minutes away from San Marcos, where Texas State University is located, family told ABC 13 that officials drained a pond that they believed could have.
1: So what she goes on to say is that the pond was drained, and they didn't find anything up Jason's. Now, I just want to point something out. <clears throat> so a lot of times when I'm done recording, it sounds like, like eating or slurping something. Uh, I am not. It's some type of background noises I purchased. Um, something to try and fix that as well as a mixer and I'm still working on how to use the mixer but I hope that these noises get fixed soon I'm sorry so there hasn't been many updates but there has been updates just a couple since my last last video on Jason and one of those is, is a pretty big deal and it's about the drugs the narcotics now personally I don't think that played a role But it could have, so I have to mention it. And what happened was the um, officers actually mentioned it. They said that there was a bag with narcotics and these things in it. I think that people made it out more than what it really was. I think it was kind of more like an innocent, um, you know, college thing. I don't think that he was peddling heavy amounts of of drugs. Because that's what a lot of people are starting to start rumors about. With that being said, we're still at square one here with this case because all we know is that he got into an accident. Well, we don't even know that. We can't even say that, right? Because there's no evidence that he was in that accident besides the fact that he was the driver of that car. And the reason I say that is because I found this theory very interesting in one of the groups on Jason. And first, let me read to you the Cadwell County Sheriff's Office latest update. The Caldwell County Sheriff's Office continues to search for 21-year-old Jason Landry. Who was considered missing? Jason was believed to have believed Jason was believed to have been in a uh, involved in a single vehicle collision on December 13, twenty twenty, in the area of the twenty three hundred block of Salt Flat Road. Investigation of that accident scene leads authorities to believe that the operator, not Jason, just the operator, was able to walk away from the c- c- collision with little or no injury. Jason's cell phone and some personal property were left in the vehicle. Approximately 900 feet to the south of the accident scene, a few articles of clothing and personal effects were discovered in the roadway. After an extensive search conducted by Texas Search and Rescue, in which 3,900 plus acres were searched by foot, horse, and canines, with another 16,900 acres by air, using drones, fixed wing, and helicopters. The family and friends of Jason have not seen or heard from him since before the accident on December thirteenth. His whereabouts are currently unknown. Now, this theory is that um, this person does not believe that Jason was even in the car that night; that he had already been deceased at another at another location. Number one, the tire tracks show a gradual right turn towards the trees. There is no jerk of the wheel to avoid an object in the road. And the tire marks would have been different if he was forced off the road. Being on on, uh, Salt Flat, everyone local has posted about the GPS continually rerouting them to change course. That makes me think he wasn't lost and just crashed. Tim Miller pulled out of this search. He said he would rejoin if credible location to the search was found. He obviously believes he isn't there for now, or maybe never was. Law enforcement's language in the Facebook update, like I just addressed. um, the use of operator was, um, yes, the accident happened in the past, but he is followed by believed, which would mean that... You know, they really do think it's in the past. The backpack with the narcotics in his wallet, whoever he was with when he died didn't want their fingerprints on the stuff. I'm guessing they didn't even know about the wallet, drugs, or electronics. And what dude drives with their wallet in a backpack? Now, I couldn't agree with that anymore. I had to drive from Rhode Island to New York at least twice a month when I was going to school out there, and my wallet had to be in my pocket. That's, it's just critical, uh, License you just want it in your pocket. That, that's a really good point right there So what this person says is that their guess is that he was out of the car when something happened to him and he had the backpack with him Let me see. The next thing is uh, his dad's sermon on the church's page, to me, indicated that he knows that Jason is with God. Dad also made a statement on the church's page about he and his mother returning to work and their responsibilities because they think that no, he is no longer alive. Now, I mean, yes, this is very possible. I mean, it's kind of far-fetched and out there, but I think anything's possible at this point. We also know that the church and the father took away that $20,000 reward. I'm not sure why, they might have more intel than us. You know, this case is one of those really frustrating ones. And I'm gonna get into a couple other recent Texas missing males who had an accident. One of them may be found dead, and the other one I'm not sure. So, let me know what you think. For those of you that have either followed this channel or the Facebook page for some time should know how I feel about Texas. I'm definitely against Texas. It's probably a great state. But when it comes to true crime and missing people, it's a shithole. Or an absolute shitshow with the amount of foul play cases, the amount of uh, clusters of of missing certain demographics in certain areas. Like It's obvious that there are serial killers in Texas actively. Um, I understand that you know, they don't always want to let the public know that, because then people will be unfair. Now, this case I'm about to talk about is a puzzling, intriguing one, because of it's two people going missing, and their names are Robert Eaglin and Michelle Cullum, and they were a couple. Now, Robert, um, he had a brain aneurysm um, some years back, and he's paralyzed, but his niece and his family members say that that never held him back from anything. And as a matter of fact, he had his four-wheeler custom-made so that he could still drive. Now, on December 30th of 2020, a duck hunter um, confirmed that he saw them and gave them a ride to the Texas side of the river. They were parked at the Red River Bridge, and they had to go get something to get the ATV out of the water now when search and rescue did show up for them the atv was submerged in the water with only the handlebars showing now these are not good um circumstances if you want them to still be alive it is still possible but there's a few different angles that this case can go now the family um are really just looking for closure so Robert Eaglin 53 and Michelle Cullen were reported missing on January 1st. They had been riding a four-wheeler near the Red River Bridge between Foreman, Arkansas, and New Boston, Texas. Marquise Kohler. Kohler is Eaglin's niece. The couple's four-wheeler became stuck in the mud on December 31st. They returned to the river on January 1st to try and retrieve it, but they have not seen since, have not been seen since. The Little River County Office of Emergency Management has been searching for the couple. Bowie County's search and rescue team have also been involved. The four-wheeler was found submerged in the water. Kohler is afraid the couple drowned while trying to get it out of the mud at the edge of the river. Unfortunately, we think it's a recovery effort now. They have been out there too long, Kohler said. Anybody with information is asked to call the Little River County Sheriff's Office at 870-898-5115 or Kohler at 903-490-4941. We just want to bring them home, Kohler said. Now I will be updating on this case as more facts come in. I mean it, it could there could be foul play, here. we don't know. They could have I think if they were swept away by the river they would have been found. But sometimes they are not. So when there's more let me know what you Put in the comments what you think. Do you think there's possible foul play here? You know, it, uh, there's not enough uh, information to say that at the moment.
0: And his girlfriend, as teams along both sides of the Red River in Texas and Arkansas are searching for a couple from Hooks, Texas. Robert Eglin and his girlfriend, Michelle Cullum, were reported missing on New Year's Day. Authorities say the pair were last seen riding a four-wheeler at the Red River Bridge between New Boston, Texas, and Foreman, Arkansas. KTBS Julie Parr joins us now with the very latest on this in Bowie County. Julie, what is the latest on the search? Well, Jerry, the couple's vehicle was found on the riverbank just last Friday. That's when Arkansas search and rescue teams started searching that area along the Red River. Authorities then learned yesterday that a duck hunter had given the couple a ride to the Texas side of the river in their boat on December 30th. That's when Bowie County, Texas search and t- rescue teams got involved in the search. They discovered the couple's four-wheeler almost fully submerged in the water near the riverbank. Multiple law enforcement agencies agencies have searched the area with drones, canines, boats, and helicopters. Robert Eaglin's niece, Marquise Kohler, says her uncle was paralyzed on one side, but it didn't keep him down. She says the couple enjoyed spending time along the riverbank. He had an aneurysm a few years ago, and that's how he's paralyzed. And But he never let anything stop him. Like I said, he altered his four-wheeler so he could ride it. So he was always out here riding four-wheelers and being an adventurist i'm hoping that they'll find them one way or another one and bring them home the search was suspended for the evening but family members volunteers and search and rescue crews are expected to be back out on the river tomorrow and saturday to continue the search jerry all right keep us updated julie thank you and if you have any information on the couple's whereabouts contact the little river county sheriff's office that number 870 Eight nine eight fifty one fifteen.
1: Okay, so there are now two other cases I'm going to discuss briefly because of the circumstances surrounding them. Number one, I just learned about today. Uh, his mm-hmm. name is James Warner, and he also was in a car accident and went missing. As we know, as of now, we know James Warner had a car accident at 10:30 p.m. on Friday in Rawlett, Texas. He went up on a curb at the corner of Dalrock Road and Chisa uh, Chisa Road. He was seen leaving the scene on foot with no shoes and looked injured. Police were unable to find him that night and his phone was in the car, so he can't be located. He has been filed as a missing person and confirmed not in any jails. So in the event police find him, we'll be notified immediately. I've called Baylor Scott White Lake Point and Texas Health Hospital. None have any record of any John Doe's. So now I'm getting together a group who may be able to help look around Rowlett. Especially where the accident occurred. For anything we can find, if you would like to help, please reach out. He's 29 years old, 6 feet tall, a white male, brown curly hair, blue eyes, tattoos, and piercings. But he's hard of hearing. He left his phone in the vehicle. So this is another one where the phone's in the vehicle. He gets into a car accident and he just disappears. And then there's another. These are all. In, this is like Landry. Landry. All these cases I have talked about today are in in Texas. And there's one more, but this one may have a ending, a not so good ending. Liberty. Uh, body found uh, during search of missing Liberty County 22-year-old man. A body was found amid ongoing search for missing 22-year-old Nathan Allen Heathco in Liberty County, who was last seen walking away after a car crash. On Sunday morning, a fisherman found the body of a white man lying near a tributary that leads into the Trinity River near Private Road 4 in South Liberty County, according to the Liberty County Sheriff's Office. The fisherman told deputies the body was laying on the bank of a wooden area near the tributary and behind a private residence. This area was beyond the search perimeter covered by Texas AquaSearch during their search for Heath Co. on Friday. Investigators have not yet identified the body as Heath Co., but an autopsy has been ordered. According, according to the Liberty County Sheriff's Office on Tuesday, January 2nd, Heath Co. was driving on FM 1409 to visit a friend. Deputies say Heath Co.'s vehicle left the road and crashed into a ditch in the 8700 block of FM 1409. Around 4 AM So 4 AM driving crash, possibly drunk, right? Deputies responded to the scene due to an abandoned vehicle call, but by the time they arrived, Heathco was gone. Family members say he hasn't been seen since. Investigators believe Heathco may have been injured in the crash. Across the street from the crash site, security cameras at the ESD number three volunteer fire department catch captured Heathco walking to a nearby store and then south on FM-1409. His family filed a missing persons report. Shortly after the LCSO began an investigation, over 30 Texas EquiSearch volunteers met at the Liberty County ESD number 3 Volunteer Fire Department in Dayton Friday, wanting to begin a ground search for Heathco. So, it says Texas Equisearch is suspending the ground search efforts for 22 year old Nathan Heathco as we w- wait for further information. So I'd say they're pretty sure that this is Heathco. According to officials, Heathco was last wearing a green camo jacket, a black long sleeve shirt, jeans, and brown and green cowboy boots. Investigators say Heathco has dirty tattooed on the back of his left leg and South tattooed on the right leg. He also has a tattoo of praying hands on the back of of his right shoulder, and the name of Cassidy tattooed in the rib area of the, the right side. If you have any information, Heathrow's whereabouts investigators ask you to call the Liberty County Sheriff's Office at 936-336-4500 or Texas EquiSearch at 281-309-9500. So, that's now three Texas men who went missing after a car accident i'm not saying that they're all related but it's just odd and that's going to do it for this i am going to be talking about another missing texas man that's a cold case but
0: that'll be in another episode hope you enjoyed make sure to like and subscribe